The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. Tuesday morning, good 2022 general election day morning here on your NPR station. This is Analyze This with yours truly, Neville James. And of course, you know, it's a historic day um, here on, in the Western world, not limited to the Virgin Islands. Of course, you know, big elections in North America, big midterm elections as well. And we got a great show uh, lined up. I got two songs that. I sent to my DJ um, for today's uh, proceedings um, because the horses are on the track. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. so those of you fancy, Thomas, uh, you should know a song coming when you hear me say the horses are on the track. So I, I want my DJ to, to line up that second one that I sent me and play that one first. Um, but in the meantime and in between time, I want to give a shout out to some people. Yesterday, you know, we had a great show yesterday. A great, great show. We had um, local posters on. Um, we had Donald Duck School joining us from the Capitol. Ronnie Russell joining us here on this side. Rocky making up for yesterday's appear, um, yesterday's absence because he had some run-ins he had to deal with. So he'll be joining me this morning at the bottom of the hour. Along with uh, Dwayne Henry. We're going to do a little Tuesday bush tea. Hopefully, we'll hear from the election system as well. Let us know how things are going because we're one hour into uh, a 12 4 long event. A mile and a half on the grass. That's the distance for today. Okay? The longest race uh, in the, in the championship menu. In a, in a restricted race um, like the Democratic Party uh, primary back in August. This is an open race, one and a half miles on the grass. Good morning, Frankie Hoheb and Keith Richards, okay? Frankie Hoheb, what going on? Good to hear your voice. Hadn't spoken to you in a, in a, in a little bit. We spoke yesterday, and I spoke with Keith Richards again. You know, Keith, Keith is big on the, uh, the Democratic side, um, like he uh, typically is. We spoke yesterday for a little bit. I also spoke uh, uh, to some uh, people... Uh, over here on the St. Croix side. Good morning, Janae. Good to hear your voice last night uh, for the first time uh, in a long time. Uh, she's a big uh, VLS supporter, uh, Janae Torres. You know, it's a small community. We love each other. Uh, may the best team win. So I'm going to actually uh, recognize uh, all of the candidates today because they need to be recognized. Not everybody's going to be successful, but they're all winners. And as someone who has been in the arena, yeah, we need to show them love just for offering themselves and subjecting themselves to what uh, is going down uh, in the political arena. So, check this out. Um, the horses are on the track. So, I'm going to get my DJ to play that um, that classic um, from 1990, you know, right? 32 years ago, right? So, give me that classic that was uh, originated out of scene. St. Thomas, right? And, uh, yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Enjoy, enjoy this one. Enjoy this one for the start. And then we'll, uh, we'll have a great show. track and uh, st- let's stop it right to pause it right there because we'll come back to a little bit more of it so we could hear the end of it uh in a, in a little bit but that's a, a classic from uh the the awesome jam band out of um st thomas of course the great uh trevor nicholas friday uh lead singer that's some great arrangement as well you know you know how we do it on this show you know what i mean and i, I get a, a text message from um for henry and uh Man child she said, Buenas morning. The horses are chipping. Yeah. They go chip. Okay. So, um, like I said, um, <clears throat> today is a very uh, uh, important day because we're going to be selecting leadership that will uh, take effect uh, in January of 2023. Legislature, 35th. And um, this is our 52nd. 
anniversary. Um, 13, this is the 14th uh, gubernatorial election. Right? Because we had 52 years already, so that means 30 done gone. All right? Make sure we did all right. 70, 74, 78, 82, 86, 90, 94, 98, 2002, 2006, 10, 14, 18. Correct. This is our 14th gubernatorial uh, election. We first started elect, uh, electing our own governor in 1970. So, and of course, the delegate to Congress uh, isn't a walkover. Now, her name for today is Spectacular Bid. That was the, 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 the last horse. Uh, and this is gender-free, by the way. Uh, it's the last horse to win in a walkover. Okay? Um, the, 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 the delegate to Plaskett, the delegate to Congress, Stacey Plaskett, is so so awesome that uh, nobody dared uh, to test the mayor. Yeah, that's what we call it. The big mayor, the big mayor. So congratulations to um, Delegate Plaskett. She'll be serving a fifth term on behalf of the people in the House of Representatives, the United States House of Representatives. So that's a good thing. Okay? So check this out. <clears throat> I'm going to do a COVID update, and then I'm going to come back to all the candidates and... Uh, recognize all of them um, today uh, because today is their day and you know it's a little sentimental for me having been in uh, seven general elections and uh, it was uh, it was a pleasure it really was you know I was successful in six of them so I'll always be indebted to the people uh, of St. Croix in that regard COVID-19 we had a good sample uh, based on the uh, the data made available by the Department of Health last night, 592 negatives and 11 positives. Okay? <clears throat> so just under 54 to 1 ratio. We definitely could live with that. Right now we have 61 actives in the territory, 47 on St. Croix, 14 on St. Thomas, none on St. John which clearly means we didn't have any positives in St. John yesterday. We had, of the 11, we had six on St. Thomas and five on St. Croix. So, for the most part, you know, we're holding our own. We're doing well. That's a very good ratio. Okay? Nationally, 8%, 8.8% cases at 39,711 daily. Based on the tracking data, we got 27,412 people hospitalized um, because of um, uh, COVID-related of which 3,147 are um, in ICU. And we're averaging 300 deaths a day, which is down because the number was at 400 when the president prematurely said that the pandemic uh, is over. Our uh, deaths are at 1,098,387. And I'm keeping a, a track of this to see when we cross that 1 million threshold. Because it seems like a while ago, it seems like like early June, right? Around June third, somewhere there, you say, or May thirty first. No, May. Somewhere between May nineteenth and May twentieth, 
we we passed the one million threshold, but that was, that's in New York Times. For the for the um, worldometer.info, we passed that million threshold because they're a little bit ahead. Um, back in March, yeah, um, somewhere between um, the 29th and the 30th. Right? Yeah, somewhere between the 29th and the 30th of March. So that's over seven months now. So we, uh, I think that's the longest window between uh, um, 100,000 uh, deaths. You know, because we, we were tracking them in 100,000 increments. And we passed a million... Uh, back in uh, March, according to this, and we still haven't gotten to a million one hundred thousand yet, and this is uh, November the eighth. So something is working. Um, I think I think the vaccine has played a part in that. There are those who are, you know, of the belief that the whole thing was a sham for these rich pharmaceutical companies and all that stuff. I try to stay away from the extremes, you know. Cause I ain't really solving no benefit. Because people lost a lot of family members. I remember a family of four lost three members. Mother, daughter, and, and um, sister, I believe. I mean, mother, father, and daughter, I believe, yeah. So uh, that was early on, too. So, you know, I'm not going to get into that. Yesterday was a good day in the marketplace. The Dow was up 423.78 points. 1.31% closing at 32,827. 27 of the 30 blue chip stocks saw gains. And NASDAQ was up uh, eight, eight tenths of a point. SP 500 just under a point. And uh, Russell 2K just over a half a point. So, you know, I know the country struggling going through inflation, the world that is. But for some reason, the marketplace holding their own. So eventually, we're going to find out what this was all about, you know. Because they got some racketeering going on in this. And of course, the feds, um, you know, they do what they got to do. Because according to them, the economy is too strong for give, given where we are. Given where we are. And uh, um, I was speaking with um, my good friend who I also spoke with yesterday, um, Bankers and Corey President Christiana Williams for up. And we were talking about that, and locally we we missed a window um, when the when those uh, interest rates were neutral uh, for a long time, like in the like in twenty twenty uh, pandemic time, and and the Fed didn't touch interest rates for a long time. Um, at that point, we really should have been uh, applying the whip since we're talking house rates with respect to um, horse, I mean um, home ownership uh, investment opportunities. You know, you know, we tend to, you know, I understand that, you know, we, we're looking at things locally, but because we're a consumer-driven economy, we really got to be paying attention to what's happening externally. You know, because when you're a consumer-driven economy and you're lit- literally importing everything, because you're not manufacturing anything locally, you got to look at the marketplace. Outside of the Virgin Islands, you know, until we, you know, build our 
own ecosystem locally to the point where we don't, we're not as dependent on external forces as we are now. And we need some, we, 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 need, we need to just seriously buy into visionary thinking. I know, you know, we come from a hard day's work for a hard day's pay foundation and all that stuff, but man, it's a technological world, man. You know, so you were talking about that, so we'll see what happens. Hopefully, um, our leadership uh, will buy into the new leadership that we'll put in place or the, you know, <clears throat> reinstated, retained leadership, you know, depending on what the voters have said in early voting and we'll wrap up today, uh, tell us, and, and we're going to live with the results. You know, we're not going to get into the um, uh, insurrection mentality thing. And uh, one Rocky and um, Louis Henry, come on. We're definitely going to touch on national politics because um, we are so polarized on the mainland right now. And I happen to be in, in Northeast Pennsylvania um, on a couple occasions and they got a heated Senate race in in uh, U.S. Senate race with um, Fetterman and Oz, Mehmet Oz, and John Fetterman, and uh, right where I went to uh, to check um, um, Mihir Stylus, right? I braided Mihir. The 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 Northampton County Republican Party office was right next door, so I was just laughing to myself, you know, saying if they only know, you know, a uh, multi-elected Democrats from the Virgin Islands there next door. You know, no, I just teased them. They, they didn't care about me. <laughs> but uh, but that was that was cool. And I, I, I was I was fortunate to see how they hold, held a meeting on a Monday night. That was back in, in August, though. And these people are serious. Party leadership, they don't joke around up them, listen. They go for the jugular vein. And they play politics differently. Our thing is very vanilla very benign compared to how um, they play the game they play for keeps and I'm going to tell you that so we're going to take a break uh, and uh, when we come back um, we might be hearing from um, election system Bassett but you know she's busy today So, but I'm going to keep her long if she calling so um, it's election day 2022 and the horses are on the track when we come back we're going to finish up hearing that song and uh, continue on after that. Be back right after this. Good morning, neighbor. I see you got your bumper stickers and your sign up, pony. Yes, I'm so ready for this election season. Me too. Just waiting for the info on the polling places and then ballots. What polling places? You mean voting centers? The election system is using voting centers this year, where you can go anywhere across the island, walk in, fill out a ballot. Just bring your ID. Really? Because my daughter lives in Tutu, but walk all the way by the airport and would try to run back home before the sun goes down to vote. Nope. You're no longer stuck to just your neighborhood on election day. Voting centers mean you can vote anywhere in your district. And the next time, try the early voting option too. Skip the line altogether on election day. Girl, you have all the good tips this year, man. So, who's going to win? Ha! Read my yard sign. Then pick any voting center. Just remember, voting is not just your right. It's, it's the, the right, right thing, thing to do. A message from the election system of the Virgin Islands. 
1A is your place for daily conversation with thoughtful guests and listeners from around the country. Fridays are home to our news roundups, where we answer your questions about the biggest stories of the week. I'm Jen White. This year, we continue to celebrate your freedom to listen, weigh in, and share what you're curious about. And with your help, we'll get to the heart of the story together. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. Getting a flu shot helps us stay healthy so we don't miss out on what matters. Like that family movie night your daughter can't live without. (coughs) Yeah, can't do that. Every year, millions of people in the U.S. get the flu. Especially now, no one has time to miss out on moments that matter. So get your flu shot. Find out more at getmyfluShot.org. Brought to you by the AMA, CDC, and the Ad Council. Chairman of, of, yeah, the, of the uh, Virgin Islands Board of Elections. Good morning, Chairman Rima Williams. How are you? I'm wonderful, wonderful. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Just wanted to, um, you know, instruct the public um, as to where the polling centers are this morning and the, the times and all that stuff. Uh huh. Okay. So, um, voters started at seven o'clock this morning on all three islands, and it'll be running until seven o'clock p.m. this evening. Um, let me start with St. John's. We have uh, two precincts on St. John's. We have a precinct on the east at Coral Bay. Um, it's a housing community. And we also have a precinct um, at the school, um, Julia C. Sproul School on St. John. And on St. Thomas, starting from the east, you have Eudora Ken High School. Um, you come in further west, uh, CAHS uh, Gymnasium. Or cafeteria, I don't remember which is which, but love that. And then heading further west, um, you have the UVI uh, Sports and Fitness Center. Eldridge Blake, um, Eldridge Blake Center. No, they rename, yeah, they rename yeah, it there. Yeah. Right. So, um, what's that? Four sites on on Saint Thomas. No, I only heard I only heard three. I only heard three. The okay. High School, UVI. What's the fourth one? Um, Bashalta. Uh, no, no, oh lad. Oh, to the Park Mall. To the Park Mall, okay, okay. Yeah, to the Park Mall. So that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, those are the four on St. Thomas here on St. Croix. We have five starting in the west uh, at Arthur Richards Junior High School. Um, next stop would be the St. Dunson's Episcopal um, School. Um, you have moving west, the C- Central High School gym. Further west, um, the educational complex. And the last site 
down in Ferguson at um, Arthur A. Richards Junior High School. So those are the five months in going. No, 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 no. You, you mentioned Arthur Richards for, for starters. What's the next one? So you have Arthur Richards. Um, you have the Ed Complex. This, you have uh, yeah. CHF Central High. Mm-hmm. You have um, further east, you have St. Dunstan's. And then and then Canagera. And then Canagera, yeah. Okay, good. Um what's the what's the, we said Julia Sproul in St. John? Julia Sproul. And on the east you have um Coral Bay. Calabash Boom. Yes, Calabash Boom. You got it. Okay, good. Alrighty, and the polls will remain open on all all polls open on time at seven o'clock? Um no no we, we, we had a power outage on St. Thomas earlier this morning that at Eudora Ken um we had to um, use a backup battery supply that's attached to the vote on the DS200. We're able to get that successfully up and running. So we were able to get the, the, that poll and those on St. John because there was no power on St. John as well. So we were able to get them there done. So, so what time did they start? They started on time. Just that it took them a few minutes to do it just in case, um, you know, they, they back up. They had to activate the backup battery. To make it happen, so but everybody started on time. Okay, so all the polls will close at seven p.m. That's correct. All the polls are closed. I really want to take the opportunity, though. No, no, before, you, before, you, no, 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 no. I'm gonna let you do the opportunity thing down the road. I got something that I want to call you out from from now, right? 2018 runoff. Please don't have a repeat tonight where you gave all of the precincts from one district first and then. Um, the, the precincts from the other district afterward. Can we get them simultaneously tonight, please? I'm begging you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, I was going to get to that, but since you're beating this way... I got to do it. Okay, we have um, purchased software and hardware, some servers, that will allow for... But let me how the process is going to work. Unlike the primary, it was a, a little more complicated then, but how it is designed to work tonight is that as a... Vote center comes in, those some guys will be uploaded, um, the information will be tabulated in a PRM or RPM or whatever the machine name. And at that point, that information is transferred to the voting technician who will be uploading it to our website. That will happen chronologically. The first set of votes that should be reported out would be early votes, um, for that for the early voting period. Um, second would be who, whomever judge whoever judge gets in to the election office, regardless of district, whoever gets in first, that's how we populate it throughout the night. We're not going to, um, you're not going to have the problem because we're not going to allow the technician to print any paper. Bye-bye. We're not allowed enough to print any paper to distribute. That's where the problem comes in. Because you got one paper, somebody else got one paper, mm-hmm. and people got the, um, the flustery. So not until the end of the night Will any of those reports be made available until we are completed the entire canvassing of election day and early voting? None of those, they, they will be uploaded to the website. So everybody gets the opportunity to see it at the same time. You're going to get it before Susan Q or Susan Q before you. you understand? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, well, then we good. As long as we get them simultaneously. And of course, um, the St. John. Um, Data that has to be transported via ferry to St. Thomas, Correct. right? It, it comes up on a boat. We already chartered 
a vessel to bring the judge mm-hmm. from St. John. Interesting enough, that um, during the primary, the, the, the judge from St. Thomas was in the office before any of the other judges on St. Thomas. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and that's police escort as well, right? Absolutely. All the way across. Okay, well, we want to uh, wish the uh, election system well, the board, uh, the board, I run things today, and I'm asking everybody to turn out and participate in this process. They exercise their inalienable right to vote, and um, may the best candidates win, man. That's how we do it. Thank you very much, sir. Appreciate it. I, I tell you, I got something else to talk about. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Um, so we're having a problem with electioneering. Look, I did not write the law. The board did not write the law. The legislature in the 31st legislature voted to say that only an, an election electioneering is not allowed within 200 feet of the boundary of the property. I'm having all kinds of calls coming in with candidates um, disobeying the rules. They're not trying to um, adhere to it. And these are, I'm talking about senators and others. The Senate passed a law. I didn't pass a law. They have a responsibility to follow the law. You know? And um, we had issues with it for all these years that I've been on the board. I met with the police department several weeks ago. We discussed it. I even got a written opinion from the attorney general to ensure that what the law says is what we're upholding. Now we're having all kinds of issues with candidates um, pressing back against the police officer and stuff. You know, we, we got to stop this, Neville. We got to stop it, especially the elected officials, because you guys are the ones that pass the law, not the board. The board is trying to comply, you know, <laughs> and, and, and it's a vexing problem because every election cycle, we go through this over and over again. If, 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 if the elected officials want to electioneer the way they do it, tell them write it into the law and stop making it difficult for the board to do its job. I, okay. I, I, I ain't trying to play politics this morning because I, I remember that, that controversial law. I believe the administrator, the Sinclair administrator right now is the one who was this, um, the sponsor of that Correct. bill. But um, I, I ain't getting into that. I, 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 I don't recall how I voted, but I want to believe I voted against. But we'll see. Um, we'll, we'll ask everybody to adhere to the law. Just follow the law. We're, we're, we're a lawful, we're a lawful society, not lawless. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, so I think the police... Are getting to the point that I looked at our people too. Well, well, we don't want. Well, we don't want that. Um, well, we don't want it, but at the same time, we've got to follow the law. Yeah, man. Okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's hard. It's it hard to take where people culture from them. Or not, yeah. Don't forget. I mean, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Uh, that, that's why. That, that's why discretion and balance and context are are, are good things. Because you know, Absolutely. you know, that's what, that's what we are. But at the same time, you know, we could do things. Um, Peacefully and, and, and respectfully of the, of the laws and all that stuff, so we're good. All right, so we ask everybody, please adhere to the law, 200 feet from the boundary of the property. Wow. That, that, that. Yeah, that law <laughs> basically restricts election. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, man. I mean, I mean, things need to be revisited. You know, I know people want, yeah. when, when they go to vote, right, the, 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 their concern was being harassed. We understand that. Right, but yeah, but two hundred feet from the boundary of the property uh, of the property that one rough, that one rough. Anyway, um, enjoy the day, and we'll be talking um later because you know we got coverage on uh, WTJX um tonight as well. So, um, um, we're looking forward to seeing the results. Thank you very much, Mr. Chairman. Uh, that's uh Raymond Williams, Chairman for the Virgin Islands Board of uh, Elections, um, letting us know um what's going on right now. So we got eleven polling centers. Okay, six in the St. Thomas, St. John district, 
and five here on the Big Island of St. Croix. Okay? Ivana Yudoreken, Charlotte Mali High School, the Eldridge Blake Sports and Fitness Center, and Tutu Park Mall. Uh, out there uh, on St. Thomas. In St. John, the Sprout School, and of course, uh, Calabash Boom. Right? And then on St. Croix, West or East, Arthur A. Richards, St. Croix Educational Complex, um, Central High School Gym, St. Dunstan's Episcopal School, and of course, the Canagata Center up here on the eastern side of the island up there in eastern suburb. Okay? So those are the 11 uh, polling centers, five on St. Croix, four on St. Thomas, and two on St. John. So Dwayne Henry, good morning. Welcome to Bush T. Here, analyze this. Good What's up, man? Good morning, sir. How good. are you? Good. You vote already or you did the early thing? I, I voted October 12th. <laughs> uh, or 11th. The, where was the holiday? Um, the, 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 the holiday was the 10th, so you vote the 11th. I vote night, 9 o'clock the next morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I voted on the 17th. So, oh. so I, I went down by St. Joseph. And I was summoned Pat Brung. You know, Pat Brung is a big... um. Uh, advertise, uh, uh, big advertising, uh, advertising superstar and all that stuff. And I know I grew up with that. She ain't got time for me now. No, 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 no. She ain't time for we at all, my son. So she and Dochelle. She and Dochelle. She and Dochelle. Yeah. 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 So that's so that's good. So check this out. Um, eleven thousand eight hundred plus people voted in early voting, and yesterday on the table talk. We were speculating as to how many more um, participants were looking at, and I went over the I went over the numbers, like they're saying Saint Thomas. <laughs> you like that one? <laughs> I went over the numbers from the last four uh, election cycles, right? And you know, I was talking with the pollsters, and of course, the guys on uh, the guys on uh, the table talk. The table talk, and. Um, Typically, okay, and well, you know what? Rocky has joined the, the conversation uh, as well. Uh, good morning, Mr. Ranking Member. How are you? Good, good morning, Mr. President. Good morning, Attorney. And, uh, and good morning to the listener. Yeah, what a wonderful day today. It is. We had a power. Yeah, good. Good morning, Senator. Good morning, sir. Yeah, it, it, it's only it's only apropos that we had a power outage on election day, though, Rocky. You think so? <laughs> Just to remind us that, you know, um, the more things change, notwithstanding the election day, the more they remain the same, right? Never. No, 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 not tonight. We're begging them, please. We're begging them, please. Put all the defense mechanisms in place, right? For sure. So I was looking at this trend. Um, Attorney, oh. Henry, Attorney Henry and Mr. Ranking oh. Member, we're from 2014 to 2016, we went from 27,879 participants, oh. participants down to 20,967, right? Oh. But then when we went back to the 2018, which is another gubernatorial year, like, like this year, oh. we went back up to the 26,346. But mm-hmm. then last election, of course, there was a non mm-hmm. non gubernatorial cycle and COVID. We went down to eighteen thousand one thirty. 
So the real question uh-huh. is, right? If we if we follow the gubernatorial election turnout trend from uh-huh. from twenty seven eight seventy nine to twenty six thousand three forty six, this year should uh-huh. be somewhere between twenty four and twenty five thousand, right? Now, now uh-huh. if, if that is to happen, Tony Henry, uh-huh. that means that. We're looking at 11, 12,000 people coming out to vote today alone. I don't know if that's, if, if that's realistic. That's not happening. Wow. Let me tell you, you know what the difference is? Wow. The 20,000 people we lost in the census since the hurricane and the pandemic. We went from 106,000 people to 87,000 yeah. people. Yeah. We, 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 a lot of us refuse to believe that population dropped. And most of those people were voting age population. No, but, behold, behold, a, behold, behold on a second. No, no, hold on a second, right? The census, right, of 2020 means that uh-huh. we lost 19,000 from 2010. Yes. From 2010, right? 20,000 people gone. Yeah, 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 but yeah, but but yeah, but but. Census is every 10 years. Yeah, yeah, no, but check this out. But but the year after the hurricane, we had 26,366 people that voted in the general election, the gubernatorial election cycle. Absentee ballots. I don't know. <laughs> oh, oh no, Rocky, 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 what's your take on this office before we go to the break? Well. <laughs> I, I understand. Listen, I, I look at the, that those numbers differently because the depending on the the issues surrounding the community is what drives those numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's really depending on what's going on at the time. People are going to some going to say, "Man, I ain't going to vote." They said, "You know, ain't nothing happening." But if there's some real issues that are affecting them and sometimes like the folks will say if they hit you in the pocket you will see more people coming out the vote the more people is going to will have their voices heard and so that while i agree with our attorney that the numbers have gone i mean we lost x amount doesn't mean that we lost all the voters it means that a lot of them may not have been participated but uh-huh. it, it, it you see what I'm saying? That's what I'm thinking. Enthusiasm. Yes, exactly. Enthusiasm, basically. Well, 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 check this out. Yeah. We're going to take a break on that note that we're going to talk about enthusiasm because the last day <laughs> the last day of early voting last last week, Monday, was was revealing as it relates to enthusiasm. So we're going to pick up the conversation there. We got a little bush here on a Tuesday, Election Day 2022. We'll be back right after this. I'm Amy Goodman, host of Democracy Now! Democracy Now! features ideas and voices from some of the best minds of this generation and previous ones, including activists, muckrakers, visionaries, artists, risk takers, academics, and just folks, as in the most just folks who share a commitment to truth, democracy, justice, diversity, equality, and peace. Catch Democracy Now! at its new time, weekdays at 10 a.m. here on WTJX FM 93.1. Banking for your business. At Bank of St. Croix, our mobile apps provide access to business accounts on the go. And our merchant card services accept credit and debit payments anywhere, anytime. Plus, the online banking platform means your bank is always open. Bank of St. Croix has two locations. 
one in Gallows Bay at 340-773-8500 and one in Peter's Rest at 340-713-8500. BankofStCroix.com. Listening to the wings of a monarch butterfly. What a magical thought. They arrive here on the Day of the Dead, which we celebrate here in Mexico. And a lot of the indigenous people believe that it's the souls of their ancestors that are returning. You know? And it's very spiritual. That's On Point with me, Meghna Chakrabarty. Weekdays at 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. You're not too cool for me. And in return, I reciprocate that sentiment. I'll never be too cool for you. I was a man with a plan, but now I'm a dad with a decree, and you can't take that from me. Please let it be noted that I told my job they can dock my pay. Right now, it's just too important to take you to school every day. I want to be legendary for you. I want you to puff out your chest when you go to school the same way I do. I walk taller because of you, because I found everything to live for. That's dedication. Visit fatherhood.gov to hear more. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ed Council. Here on Lexus, a little bush tea talk election day 2022. We got uh, the ranking member out of St. John, Rocky Leibold, uh, joining us. Good morning, Mr. Ranking member. Good morning, uh, Neville, and good morning to your audience and our audience, everybody in the VI. That's right, that's right, and, and of course, Henry. and Tony Dwayne Henry joining oh, us. Dwayne uh, Henry, uh, and the same Chris side. So early voting concluded. It was a 22-day um, window beginning on Monday, October 10th and ending mm-hmm. on Monday, the 31st, Halloween Day. And we mm-hmm. had a rush. We had a rush last week, Monday, where we had um, over 1,700 people um, participating, 986 on St. Croix, and 785 combined in St. Thomas and St. John. So let me start with you first, Rocky. Let me start with you first, Rocky. Rocky, normally all the voting leans on the St. Thomas side. Um, why do you think there was such a solid disparity um, between um, the amount of people that came out to early vote on St. Croix, 201 more than St. Thomas and St. John combined, 275 more than St. Thomas and I, we compare St. Thomas and St. Croix because they have similar populations. What, what, what do you think we're triggering that? Well, I, I, I think it, what has happened over the years, and it recently, is that many um, Cousins have always felt, and you know from the days you've been there, that St. Croix is getting the shot in everything. And, and, and they are saying that, look, we need all these things in St. Croix happening. Um, they want to see more economic development, just more activity. And I think that they, they, get, a, they get a feeling that um, St. Thomas is doing better than they are. And that, it's not always true. But once you create that in the minds of the residents, 
they are going to say, listen, man, you know, we got to change this. So we, we're coming out or someone just say status quo. But I think it's the issues that surround each district is what drives it. I think that's what it is. What's your take, uh, Dwayne Henry? Well, you know, I have a slightly different take on that. I actually um, think it's a um, personal situation thing. You know, a lot of people in St. Thomas work more than one jobs and, and may not be able to get off as easily as somebody on St. Croix. I think that's a factor. Is is, is um, we, we have on St. Croix more flexibility to vote early. And, and not only that, but I also, but I also agree with, um, the, but yeah, in, in a general election, I, I haven't seen you, you, you've seen the previous numbers, I haven't looked at them lately, but I, uh, anecdotally, I would think that St. Croix has a, um, an enthusiasm advantage in a general election. No, I, I'm looking over. More people, with, more people will come out on St. Croix, especially early. I'm, I'm looking at the early voting numbers in the gubernatorial race in in 2018 that would be the, the comparable um cycle to compare to uh with this year's uh early voting right uh-huh. and uh-huh. Um, we had 11,498 who voted for the seven teams and then we also had uh 13 let me put 11,498 and then we also had 13 writing votes so so the total for all the voting in uh, 2018, was uh, for the gubernatorial race, was 11,511. Now, that don't mean that that's the number of people who voted, but that's who that's the number uh-huh. of votes the seven teams plus writings got because some people vote and they don't right. vote for the gubernatorial race. So we know... That's correct. We know at a, at a minimum, the number was 1,151. Uh, this year in early voting, according to Miss um, Fox... Um, I believe the number is 11,845. Hold on, I can pull it up now. Um, 11,849. So the early voting numbers um, apparently were greater in 2022 than they were in 2018. So who's to say that we're not going to get to that trend number, which is somewhere in the, in the mid-20,000s? I, I mean, me personally, I agree with you guys. I, I, it just doesn't feel like we're going to get to 24, 25,000 and be consistent with the trend from 2014 to 2018 and now 2018 to 2022. But it's still left to be seen, Rocky. Yes. And, um, but I still believe that the majority of votes already was both um, cast. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think that there's some people who still are in the fence um, hoping to see some different trends going on. But I think as of now, by by noon today, that trend will be over because people would have come to some conclusion where they're going. And you know that some people like to go to the side. Some people want to to be part of the internet. They want to see whoever have the momentum. At a time, people gravitate to that. You know, um, so it is, like I said, voting is a, a number of factors that, that involve that Sometimes we, as analyzing it, can't really put your finger on one specific thing because it's a combination of things. Mm-hmm. But it comes down to personal preference. And you know what the other oh. thing is? The, the other thing is people, the, the candidates themselves, 
how well they perform in terms of they present their case, that drives the voter. It drives the vote because they sometimes they like their presentation, sometimes they don't. And so uh -huh. it reflects in how they vote. So I think all of those yeah. factors are part of what constitute the, uh, a turnout. Let me, uh -huh. let, 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 me, let me run down the St. Thomas, St. John uh, ballot uh, real quickly. We start with our unopposed candidate. Stacy Plaskett, so we we gonna be the first one. We are gonna call that one this morning, gentlemen. Let me call it now, right? We are gonna call it. Um, we believe that Stacy Plaskett is a lock, is a lock, right? So we believe. So we 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 gonna we, 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 we gonna break we, we gonna be we gonna break a record and be the first medium to call to call a to call a race before nine o'clock in the morning. Nine o'clock at night. Nine o'clock in the morning, right? And then uh, the gubernatorial race. Um, Number one, Albert Bryan Jr. and Treganza Roach. They are the defending champs, the incumbent team. Uh, number two, Ronald Picard, Elroy Turnbull. Number three, Stephen Smokey Fred, Gregory R. Miller Jr. And number four, Kurt Vialet and Janelle Saro. For the at-large race, and, and all of these three races that we mentioned in first, they're on the St. Croix ballot as well because these are territorial races. Uh -huh. Number one, Sherry Ann Francis. And Rocky, you know about this. Um, you you dominated this race for many years, and uh, and number two, um, incumbent senator Angel Bolkes Jr., who became a senator under very unusual circumstances during an election, uh, an election during a campaign, you know something? Yeah, that, that, yeah, yeah. That, that that was unique. So um, those are the two candidates there. Number one, Sherry Ann Francis. Number two, Angel Bolkes Jr., running for senator. We have eleven candidates in the St. Thomas St. John district race. Number three, Carla Joseph, uh, incumbent senator. Number four, Senator Marvin Bladen. Number five, Don Lisa Henry. Number six, Ray Fonseca. Number seven, Lawrence Boschelti. Number eight, incumbent senator Alma Francis Heiliger. Number nine, Joel S. Brown Connors. Number 10, incumbent senator Milton Potter. Number uh, 11, the reigning leading vote getter, um, Donna Fred Gregory, Senator Donna Fred Gregory. Number 12, Senator uh, incumbent Senator Dwayne M. DeGraff and number 13 Margaret Price and then also um, on the ballot in St. Thomas for St. John we got a uh, Board of Education former Senator Judy Gomez number one number two Era C. Lockhart and number three Michael L. Charles uh, Board of Elections St. John Shakima Jones Pro running on a pose and then number f uh, the Board of Elections um, four candidates seeking two seats um, Todd Hecht, he's a Republican. Uh, Tanya Springett, Harriet Mercer, I believe Ms. Springett and Ms. Mercer are incumbents. And Jacqueline Dawson running as an ICM candidate. So, as a matter of fact, we, we got more diversity, gentlemen, in the, in the Board of Elections, St. Thomas um, race, than any other race um, territory-wide. We got Two Republican, a Democrat, and an ICM out of four That's candidates. Great. Ain't that something? That's great. That's great. Of course it's great. That's what we want. You know what I'm saying? So, Miss um, uh -huh. Mercer and Mr. Hecht are Republicans. Jacqueline Dawson is an ICM, the Independent Citizens Movement. And Miss Atanya Springett is a Democrat. That is awesome. So, what's your take on, on, on the surface? Uh, um, uh, Rocky, I see uh, former Senator Judy Gomez with her commitment to education wanted to be yeah. on the board for years. Yes. Yeah. I know, I know. You, you serve with her, right? Of course. 
you remember, Judy remembers and cares. That was our, our slogan. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I think she served She served about three or four terms on a Santa, right? Yes, yeah, she served with me. Um, when I was president one time, she was she was a member then. Um, she... Um, I think you saw maybe three or four times that you're right. Yeah, yeah. She, I, she, I know yeah. she was, she was, um, she was um, vice president for Vargas Richards, right? She was up on the roster, right? She was up up top. Yeah, she was. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah, so, so that, yeah, that's it. That, yeah. That's interesting. And uh, Dwayne Henry, um, this diver oh. this diversity in the, in the elections systems race, I like in this man. We need to see we need to see our ballots looking rainbowish like this. <laughs> yes, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, it's it's a shame because you know back in in seventy. We had a lot of Republican directors in China and all these people. Yeah. And the Republican Party was a vibrant party. The fir the fir our first elected governor was a Republican. Our first elected governor was a Republican. Yes. yes. Evans. And, 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 and Evans. remember, the, yeah. the Democrats and the ACM used to go toe-to-toe. Well, well, let's... It's a shame because <laughs> those stupid, the, the Republicans well, and, the, and the ACMs are... Well, Shadows of the the former self. Well, well Rocky, oh. Rocky was a was a staunch ICMA back. Which back, is why Guinea the Guinea Back 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 <laughs> back in the day. But 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 you, but you yeah. know but you know you know what ICM mean right? You know independence in this movie. It mean oh, it, it mean it mean rebel. Anybody but the Democrats. Re, rebel 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 Democrat is what ICM mean. Rebel Democrats. Yeah. But you know you know good. I was a serial kickman, so B. I am um, I am. Um, B, the ICM, uh, the, the ICM party, <laughs> the ICM party yes. shook up the apple cart in the seventies. Absolutely. Okay. okay. When, Absolutely. when 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 Cyril King and and Wang Louis dropped that blow in seventy four. <laughs> um, that was a rough fight. Because, but check, check this out, you know, check, check this out, Rocky and Rocky, you could speak to this. You know, you are a little, you're a little bit older than we are, but the reality is, um, we've always had a predominantly democratic registered population uh -huh. however uh -huh. however it took 16 years for a democrat to get the government house with alex uh -huh. farrelly right in, in 1986 yes. right. you know what i mean right people vote person more than they vote party man Bam. that's right that's right yeah, yeah big, big, big. I, I know it's a good example of that I'm looking at that 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 um pennsylvania senate race and gubernatorial race mm. right you have uh Shapiro against Mastriano for the gubernatorial oh. race, and you have Fetterman versus Oz, right? Yes, sir. what a race. Look, an unbelievable race. And the thing about that race is the Democratic gubernatorial candidate, I believe it's Shapiro, right? he been he been a double digit throughout. Yes. So, yes. You would, so you would think there's a coattail effect and Fetterman got wholly owned, but Fetterman fighting for his life with Oz yes. for that Senate That's seat, right. Rocky. That's right. That's right. Uh -huh. You know what I mean, right? People vote people more yeah, than they right. vote party. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And exactly. you know, Fetterman, the Democratic Party in Pennsylvania made a serious mistake when they uh, went to the debate. They should have just never done that. Mm -hmm. Because Fetterman lost about five points after that debate. Yeah. Well, you just should have never done that. He would have maintained you just hold on. Tell him you ain't doing it. There's a lot of other races where people are refusing to be to be. But, um, but, but, but interestingly enough, um, he is competitive, notwithstanding the fact that he had this medical issue. 
which, which a lot of people will use as reasons not to vote for somebody. But for some reason, well, you know what it is, right? Oz is just a, a, a very suspicious candidate, man. First of all, mm-hmm. first of all, they don't even know if he still lives in if, if he lives in um if he lives in Pennsylvania because he lives in Jersey. He does not live. He lives in New Jersey. Listen, the Muslims are disowning him. And he's a Muslim. <laughs> yeah, he, right. He has a Turkish background, right? Yeah, yeah. He's actually, he's actually a Muslim, um, and his um he would be the first Muslim American elected to Congress. Wow. To, to wow. the Senate. Wow. To the Senate. But, wow. But look at the history, yeah, he yeah. would be the first Muslim which is really weird because he has said some very Islamophobic stuff. Not only that. That's not, not, not only Muslims that. He, he, he read in Trump Cotilla. Remember Trump had That's made the right. statements they, about the that, Muslims? That's precisely why I mean. Yeah. It's Trump. Equals Islamophobia. Yeah, yeah. Among other things. Rocky yeah. wants to something. Rocky wants to something quick yeah. before we go to the break and we joined by the Look by the boss for tonight. The situation with ours is the same with some of our races here, particularly that large race over years. It's been some of the same issues. But what what I want to say about us us. Look who made us. For me, who made us? Oprah. It was Oprah. Yeah. Oprah made us. And, t- and she turned on me officially last and week. she turned on me, no, yeah. Last week, <laughs> last week she did not say, yeah. But she, she made us, so be careful <laughs> who you carry with you. You know? <laughs> yeah. Look, look I, I, believe, I believe that one might have helped for them and get over the top, you know. Because people got to be saying, well, if Oprah wanted to do with me, why would I want yeah, to commit to me right. for six years? Yeah, what we're going to do is... We hope it does. <laughs> yes, sir. What we're going to do is uh, we're going to take a break. We're going to be joined by the boss because, of course, you know, Channel 12, we got the awesome election coverage, so we'll take a break, and we'll be back right after this. The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. El sistema de elecciones de las Islas Vírgenes lo está haciendo más fácil para que tú formes parte de nuestro equipo por medio de nuestro programa de voluntarios. Estamos en busca de personas buenas como tú que puedan proveer a cada votante el apoyo que necesitan para que efectivamente puedan participar en el proceso de votación. Puede comenzar recogiendo y completando la aplicación para voluntarios de cualquiera de nuestras oficinas en el territorio. Usted puede servir como monitor. También tienes la opción de convertirte en un facilitador, asegurando que los votantes que están votando por primera vez, los envejecientes y la comunidad de deshabilitados puedan votar con confidencia y acertadamente. Si tienes el tiempo y estás dispuesto a servir, hay un lugar para ti. Solo inscríbete. Si quieres más información, llama al 340-773-1021. Y recuerda, el votar no es solo su derecho, es lo correcto hacer. <música> 